Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the season two premiere of Some Guys Takes. Here we are kicking off the NBA and NHL offseason. I'm joined by Carson, Jake, Zyler, Alex. How's it going? Hello. 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 Pretty good. Should should we introduce who Alex is? Alex is a a new guest. Oh, a brand new guest. Brand new guest. Never been on the show before. First timer. Alex, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm Alex. I, uh, used to go to school with the lads here. Some guys takes, uh, yeah, currently live in, uh, I don't, I didn't go to school anymore with them because I moved to a new country called America. Not sure if y'all have heard of that place. Some people tell me it's like South of Canada. I don't know. Um, don't you live north of us? I do. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. Still North. <laughs> I, I, yeah. You south but North. Yeah, a little bit. It's south but north. It's, it's yeah. a whole new direction they made, and yeah, um, and yeah, I'm kind of I'm visiting after being uh away for three weeks in Fort Moore, Georgia, jumping out of planes. So nice, it's a fun time. Yeah, so that's me. Cool. Why don't you give more context on what you mean by jumping out of planes? Ooh, uh, oh, that just sounds yeah. scary. <laughs> why don't you give us the full demo you gave us yesterday? Oh, there's not much room here, but um, yeah, I was at airborne school. I'm an army cadet. Uh. Yeah, I go to school. I also learned how to be learning how to be an army officer. Sadly, not for Canada. Eh? But um, yeah, so I was doing airborne school. It's where you know if anyone has ever seen a Band of Brothers, which none of you have. So if any of the listeners out there have seen Band of Brothers, I was doing that. But it's basically you hook up this cable in a plane, you jump out, and then like the cable as you jump out pulls your parachute out. So you're like just sitting there parachuting, and you get to like 200 feet above the ground, and then you say holy crap, I'm still going 13 miles an hour and I got to land. And you like do a whole little fall thing, which I mean, I'm going to kill myself if I do a presentation right here. because You like, don't have to. I already saw it. You don't have to. <laughs> you already <laughs> saw it once. Yeah. yeah. So, Most um, of our yeah. listeners are, are audio anyways. So that's our premium content. Yeah. You can hear the, the listeners can hear me fall. <laughs> there you go. Oh, sure. If you want, to, you want to. All right. He's going for it. Yeah, I so stuff he like that. Yeah, so I was down there three weeks. Um, a lot of doing nothing there, I will say. Um, yeah. Even the instructor saying, yeah, it's a three-week course that only needs to be one week long. So I've been experiencing the Georgia heat, and I'm back to I'm I enjoy being back in the temperate northern weather. Nice. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Southwestern Ontario. Um, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Really love. Jake, do you want to get right into some free agency news, some NBA free agency news? I, uh, no, I have, you've got, you've got a, you I've got, have a, I've got a good question. I've got a good question. To, you go, to open you start, you start. So obviously to, to open up both the NHL and the NBA free agency, we had uh, both the NBA and the NHL drafts. And we saw um, two, what seems like one of one talents drafted first overall in both classes, which we don't see very often. We don't see that very often in basketball and the same year in hockey. So I guess my question to you guys is, do you guys think Connor Bedard or Victor Wembanyama is going to be the better draft prospect? That's a great question. That's a good question. I like it. That is a really good question. What a great way to kick off the episode. <laughs> I'll start off by saying, I think year one, I think Victor will be better. It like like just like first year rookie year. 
part of it's just basketball. Basketball rookies are always more impactful than hockey rookies. He's also taller than everybody else who's playing. That's the thing. Like his height, like obviously he's more than just height, but his height just gives him like a floor of being like at the very least really good at the rim. Even if he forgets how to shoot, he's going to be really good at the rim on both sides of the ball, right? So I think Conor Bedard doesn't understand his player will definitely have some growing pains. I still believe in him, but I think year one at the very least, I'll, I'm taking Victor. How tall is he actually? Seven four. Jesus. Yeah, I've seen videos of this guy just like yeah. walking up and just placing the ball in the net, but I never saw like how tall he actually was. He is seven foot four, I believe. That's crazy. I, I've, I've seen a couple of different measurements, but, but yeah. He is 16 inches taller than me. And you're not short. <laughs> and I'm not <laughs> short, no. He is he is just under two feet taller than me. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like that's it. That's insane. I think. I think Zyler, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that year one Victor's gonna have more of an impact than Connor Bedard will. But I think long term, if you look at both careers and see how they play out, I see Connor Bedard being the more successful player in his respective sport than Victor is. I think Victor's really good, but I think he's really, really overhyped. And he's gonna be really good. Like he's don't don't get me wrong, he'll probably win a chip or two. But yeah. I don't know. Well, also I, I, I think I think though. what's that, Alex? I was gonna say with the Bedard thing, you gotta remember he's also playing for Chicago right now. He is playing for Chicago. And, and so, yeah, and Victor's playing for the Spurs. San Antonio. Yeah. 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 So I mean, like with I was gonna say with Bedard, like he might have a good like personal year, like with for his like personal stats, but like it's gonna be a rough go for the next few years for Chicago in general. Yeah, they really have. They got Corey Perry, but <laughs> but um, other than yeah, that, well, not much it. else. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I agree. I think there's also generally there's more certainty with hockey prospects I find than basketball prospects, which is a little surprising considering hockey players take longer to develop than basketball players do. Yeah, but like how like. I think it's much rarer to see a first overall bust in hockey than it is to see a first overall bust in basketball. Yeah. Right. And part of it is also just in basketball. Like if you're not a top 10 player, I don't want to say you're useless, but like you're not winning a chip without a top five player on your team. Right. You're just not. Um, versus in hockey, it's, you still need amazing players, but like Vegas has no top 10 players on their team. Right. And they want mm-hmm. the top. Right. So like mm-hmm. the bust. But the bar for being I, a bust is much higher in the NBA. But I'm going Bedard over a full career. I agree. Can I can I jump in on that point? Sorry. Yep. To for Vegas there, you said that they have no like. I remember we talked about this. We said that they had no top ten players, but the players that they have from eleven to thirty, yes, there's like exactly. five or six of them on the team. Yeah, Crazy that's what depth. that's what wins you in hockey. That's what wins. Crazy depth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's true. Versus basketball, like. Depth obviously matters, but like if you don't have one of those guys, it none of it matters. Like we saw the Heat this year. Like they yeah. had the depth, they were a good team, they went on a good run, and just they were never even close to winning, frankly, considering how far they went. Hmm. True. All right. Cool. Yeah, I think uh I think it's gonna be Connor Bedard. I think he'll be the I think he'll be the better talent. I agree. No no diss to Victor, but uh yeah, like like Zyler just said, I was going to make that point that we see a lot more busts in basketball than we do in hockey, I find, anyway. We could be surprised by Victor. I don't know. I don't know. He might just dominate the league for the next 15 years. 
I'm don't... just wondering how his body's going to be able to handle that's going what I was going to bring 50 up. game season to a yeah. 82 game season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big skinny guy. He's yeah, he's lanky, dude. Deal. Like he's like the same, like he's yeah. got the same build as like Chet, and Chet didn't even last a game. <laughs> but yeah. Chet, he hasn't Chet's even played a full local. game yet. He hasn't played an NBA game yet. Yeah, Chet's second in odds for rookie of the year this year because he didn't play last year. <laughs> yeah, he's still eligible for it. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. It'll be interesting to see how he's utilized. Yeah. Because like yeah. he's not like he's six, seven four, but like he's not Shaquille O'Neal who could power no. through literally anybody. So it's yeah, like exactly. Like you wonder how he's gonna be put he, to use. He's not an Embiid physical kind of player yeah. out of the rim. Right? Yeah. He might just yeah, be a he, big shooter, kind of like Jokic. Yeah, but like yeah. He, he, his main priority is shooting. That's not yeah. what. Be uh, it's more. It's more like Cat. Yeah, I'd say more yeah. like Cat. Jokic is more of a passer, I would say. And like it's more like Cat. Yeah, more like Cat, but like better. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have yeah, much better than. Kat. What do you mean, Carl Anthony Towns changed the league? Don't you know? He said that himself. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> Why did he say that? Because he changed the league, Tyler. How? I saw I saw him and Paul George on a podcast, and they were giving their uh, like if they had to if they had to do like a one to five lineup, but like the best shooter at every position. Um, I'm pretty sure Cat's list went Curry at the one, yeah, Book at the two, yeah, Clay at the three. Does Clay play the three? No. Okay. PG at the four. I mean, okay, okay. Sure. and then and then himself at the five. Yeah, Carlton Towns. The the direct quote himself is, um, "One day his legacy will to be as the guy who changed the game." He loves himself. <laughs> he talked about himself in the third person. Yeah. Okay. What? <laughs> quite interesting. I was I was a Carl Anthony Towns fan years ago, but. Now he sucks. Last he year, he doesn't suck. But... He's he doesn't suck. But like when they played the when they played Memphis in the playoffs last year, when like the Timberwolves acted like they won the championship after winning a play-in game, that was Pat. And, Bev. and then and that no, it was Pat Bev. But then when they played Memphis, Cat was like telling everyone to shh. Yeah, Cat was and talking. Then they got smushed by Memphis. I was like, dude, come on. I love when it's just smushed. It's just not classy. I don't know. I've just uh, grown to dislike him a little bit over the last couple of years, but that's just me. Same with me. Yeah. Speaking of Memphis, Memphis actually had the uh, the first big move this offseason. They uh, they somehow managed to acquire Marcus Smart. This was a few days ago, I think. This was like four or five days ago now. Yes. Uh, the first big trade of the NBA offseason um, – was the Celtics acquired Kristaps from Washington. Uh, and they also got two first-round picks out of it. I don't know how they did that, but they did. Uh, they got rid of Marcus Smart, sent him to Memphis, and then Tyus Jones went to Washington. Great pickup for Boston, but is it a good thing they got rid of Smart? I don't know. I think they made their team better. It had to be Smart or Brown. And and Zyler does, Zyler doesn't want to get rid of Brown. So no, if you have to not. get rid of one, I'd get rid of Smart. Well, they, they also got picks back, did they not? They did. So, yeah. They got two. They got two firsts back. That's like Important. 
Like that's 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 huge. Like I'm glad they did that because now that's they a good have trade. They've got a sustainable four whose name isn't Al Horford, and they yeah. have two future first round picks from a team that's not going to be good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing: the future first round picks are also like Kristaps will be good for the next couple of years. So I think you hold on to the firsts, and then that's a good trade tool once Kristaps kind of falls off or leaves or whatever happens in a couple of years. Then you can reload after Kristaps is gone. So, the Smart's a big loss, obviously to the team defense mostly, but Kristaps brings so much more in scoring that I think it's a worthy trade off, especially when you're getting picks back. Although the salary is an obvious question. Does Boston Ooh. need more scoring though? Why not? Yeah, why not? I guess. <laughs> I guess so. How did though. you? How did they lose? Like, how did they lose that series to Miami? Like, actually, how did they like? I'm not saying like because they they lost four games, but like, how did they not? It's a Kawhi win Leonard games? answer. How did they lose to Miami? I don't know. They lost four games. Yeah. <laughs> like what actually happened to make them lose? Like analytically, they scored less points than them in the majority <laughs> of the games. This is like that. Do you guys remember that March Madness interview from like what was it ten years ago now when like Baylor lost to like Yale or something like that? And the guy's like, how does Yale rebound more than Baylor? And the Baylor player is like, so what happens is when they shot the ball. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Our guys did. And they did that more times than us. And this yeah. is exactly that. Yeah. yeah. Still haven't caught on yet. Alex only follows college sports because he thinks he's quirky and unique. No, it's not. College basketball is miles better than the NBA. And you cannot tell me otherwise. Well... I think I think the oh this is a good this is a good debate. I uh I like uh, the NBA just because of the playoffs. I like March Madness, but um the NCAA is falling off, dude. There's so many more route. There's so many other routes into the NBA now. Like I feel like I'm not getting as much of the t- like as much of the talent going to the NBA. That's why I don't want to watch it. Well, the reason why like I don't really the reason why I follow college basketball is because I feel like the NCAA is more of a team sport, as in like you need like you need uh you need your starters, you also need your bench players, and it doesn't really revolve around like one or two star players per team. Like you might have like a team of like top, like a top ranked team. Like I'm trying to think of one right off the top of my head. Like Marquette, they should have done a lot better this year at March Madness. And they didn't, but they were a I had them, I had them as my winners. Me too. I had them as a winner in my bracket, and like they were a team, and they had who did they? Does any can anyone name someone off of their roster right now? I can't name any college players right now. Exactly. It's Butler. I like the fact that they have. They don't have like this is like true with like almost every college team is that they might yeah have one big guy, but like you can have a team that is like really just team based. That is everyone on the team has a role, and that's the point of the game is that like it's a team sport and it's a lot more fundamentally sound than NBA basketball, which you can have a team revolve. I mean, you might not be good. You can look at like Brooklyn and like have like three guys there and they should be winning and they don't. But like the Brooklyn whole should have won a chip when they were healthy. Exactly. Uh, they should have, but like the, well, they were a toe, right now, they were the NBA. You gotta remember long... they were a big toe away. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee not winning the title. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so 
it's like I, the NBA is a lot more player based, revolved around like everyone follows like this player falls around. Like, take all your LeBron fans. Like, there's no like right now. There's a lot of Lakers fans just because LeBron's there, and people fall around the one player. And I just like there's a lot more loyalty in the NCAA, in my opinion. Cough, cough, Bleacher Report following LeBron. Or yes, <laughs> following LeBron. Bleacher Report's like they, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think Bleacher Report is the worst at like following. No, like, yeah, the, like someone someone tracked like when the Lakers were playing uh the Nuggets in like the conference finals. Someone tracked the amount of Lakers post versus Nuggets post, and it was like three to one for the Lakers, even though the Nuggets were the team that was winning and doing better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're the team that was moving on, and all the posts were about the Lakers even still. Yeah, even though the Nuggets swept them. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but all the posts were about, like, oh, the Lakers losing, not, like, oh, how are the Nuggets going to do in the finals? <laughs> yeah. The Lakers lose again. It wasn't... Cause it, it's because they're in L.A., man. Like, it, it's I know. It's just it's big like market, LA. big team. I get it. But, like, also, like, come on. Like, <laughs> it's also oh, why we're constantly taught... Well, I was going to say, it's why we constantly talk about the Jets, but now that they have Rodgers, it's a lot, like, better for them to be talking about the Jets. But, yeah, like, that's fair. And the big market. sucked for years. Right. Well, the Jets, well, I think like, people talk about the Jets is because they were like that team that wasn't the Giants that came into the league new back in the 60s. And like the fans, the fans of the Jets are like That's notorious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we get Jets fans are pretty passionate. I'll give them. Yeah. That. So that, that, yeah. That's, that's the Jets. <laughs> that's true. I, I have a question then, Jake. You said you like the NBA for the playoffs. I do. How would you rank the four major sports? NHL, NBA, NFL, MLB. How would you rank the four playoffs? Because I think the NBA is at the bottom. <clears throat> oh, Jake. <laughs> Let me think about that. that. NBA playoffs are great because it's the playoffs. They're all amazing. right? So Below MLB? Dude, I got to tell you right now, though, Like, I think the first round of the NBA playoffs is the best that you can get in any sport ever. First round of the NBA playoffs? The first round of the NBA playoffs, yes. No, it's not. The, the NHL playoffs are way better the first round than the NBA. Only like two of the NBA series. first round this year? How many NBA series actually matter in the first round? A uh, lot. Not really. A lot? Compared Miami beat Milwaukee. The eight seed beat the one seed. Okay, the Panthers beat the Bruins. The, pa- the Bruins were yes, better okay, than so the yes, there's, yes. There's, there's the tie, okay? Um, the up-and-coming Kings and the Warriors go to seven games. Two to one right now for NBA. Absolutely. Yeah, but those, like, that was an absolute slaughter for seven games. They put up 130 points a game, both sides. That that would be like I like you could say for like Carolina here. I'll I'll go in defense of the NHL. That'd be like Carolina and the Devils getting into six five games every single game. Like six uh, well, five. The, Devil, the Devils play the Rangers, but like yeah. No, I, I'm. Oh, oh yes, that's right. Sorry, you're right. I, I was going to the second round. Um, yeah. I, I think that it's the most competitive that basketball is. I'm talking like strictly from a basketball standpoint, like going back to like, in terms of the farther you get into the playoffs. Well, yeah, but like, look like, at this. this Miami, sure, right. That did not feel like a series in the slightest. No, you're, so the the first round, I, I agree. The first round was was great in the NBA this year compared to the finals. Like, how many years in the NBA do we get, like, oh, the Warriors are just going to win the first two rounds and none of it's going to matter, you know? And, like, the four I think we've gotten it for the last, like, three years. Sorry? I think we've gotten it for the last, like, three years now. That what? 
like intent like intense competitive first round matchups. Like I think since the bubble, because even the bubble was intense matchups, like from the first round all the way to the finals, right? So was the NHL no idea who was gonna win. The NHL is much more intense and it's much more unpredictable. I guess I don't watch the NHL playoffs enough. I mean, I watch them, I keep up with them, but I don't know. I think how do how do I want to word this? It's more entertaining for me to see the storylines of these teams unfold in the playoffs. Well, that's the same. Like, I'm I'm just talking like that's just because you prefer basketball though as a sport to watch. I'm just talking like playoff format. Like, oh, uh, okay. Are you talking about playoff formats? Well, yeah. Well, I'm just talking because like okay, then I don't like how the NHL has their setup. I don't like the one to eight system in their uh, in their leagues. Well, they don't have one day. That's true, actually. That's a but bad like, detriment to the, the I, NHL like, playoffs. Ignoring this, because like obviously you would put baseball last because you don't like baseball. But just in terms of, like assuming you're an average fan of each, like assuming you like every sport as a sport individually the same, you know, that's that's more so. Like probably go like on like just on the way that that it's set up. Well, like also just enjoyability to watch the playoffs, assuming you like all the sports evenly. Let's say let's phrase it that way. Okay, number one. Non reseeded NFL playoffs. NFL play okay, keep on going. <laughs> the NBA playoffs, the NHL, then the MLB. That's wrong. And How do you like NFL? The NFC South, the, was it the AFC South or the the NFC South? Oh, the NFL playoffs are infuriating. The only time NFL playoffs are good is the conference finals and then the Super Bowl because you can have like the fucking the freaking. Am I allowed to swear on this? Yeah, I guess you can now. I guess you can now. Just mark it explicit. I guess that's fine. Yeah. I mean, Nate's drinking a beer right now. We've done it before. It's fine. (laughs) So no, like you can have the NFC South and have a team almost have a losing record and get an automatic bid to the NFL playoff. Well, you have like a team that just missed. Yeah, but what? But but a thing a thing you're totally leaving out here is it's only one game. Okay, like, here's the thing. I don't I don't have yeah, to watch I, I, I do I agree with I don't you. have like to watch I do not have to watch the the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Dallas Cowboys play seven games. I only have to watch them play one. Okay, but that would be so fun. And that Brady, would be awful. That would be so players. <laughs> and Brady could definitely pull something out of his sleeve to make them win that game. That's why it's so interesting because anybody can beat anybody in the NFL I when it's that. seven games. We got seven games out of Chiefs Eagles for the finals. Like, that would be amazing. That would have been a slaughter. Like that was the Chiefs Chiefs Bills and the AFC. Oh my god, yeah. Like yeah. So like, here's the thing. Oh, I I agree. But I think about the NBA, the NBA, I think it's worse if you're like a dedicated fan because like I would want as a dedicated fan who will watch every game, I want more content, you know? Yes. Like for a casual fan having one game like the Super Bowl, the NHL can never have that because you can't like, oh, let's all get together to watch the one final game. Maybe there'll be a game seven, but like it's not the same, you know? So like for a casual fan, I agree that the NFL is peak. But I would take any, I would take most of the series sports over Mm. the NFL as like a dedicated fan. I th- I just think True. the NFL is way more exciting because it is one and done. Like the Jays, no, it's not. Any, anything can happen. And to your point as well, Zyler, you can kind of like, like set aside time to watch a game and have it just be that one game. Like That's if you want to go watch the AFC Championship, 
with your buddies, it's only going to be one game. You you get together for that one three hour period. You watch it and it's done. Yeah, the, you the never know what can happen, and it's and anything can happen. The other bad thing about series is sorry. Okay. No, no. The bad thing about series is is they can end on like a Tuesday night, right? Like I know. the NFL is always going to finish on a weekend. Yeah, like NFL, NHL, MLB. Oh, sorry, not sorry, NBA, not NFL. Uh, could all end on like a Wednesday night, a Monday night, right? Like, I think the NFL. Adding to that point, sorry, Nate, before you quickly go. Yeah. Um, I hate that the national championship game for March Madness is played on a Monday night. Every single year, it's on a Monday night. I why? okay. I don't make the rules. <laughs> I, don't, I don't make the rules. Alex, <laughs> why is it on a Monday? Come on, Alex. <laughs> It's a, I don't know why either. It's a school night on a Monday. Like these are all college <laughs> yeah, kids. These kids have class the next. They got a, they got exams on Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> You're the American here. Give us an answer. No, I know. Listen, I was trying to watch March Madness while writing a thirty page lab report and study for my finals. I don't know why they put it on a Monday. It's terrible. I don't know, right. but yeah. Go ahead. Anyways, I, I, I was saying, out of those four sports, I think the NFL is the best TV sport. By a long far, NFL is the best by TV far. product. You're right. Like I think, I think like basketball is always going to be my favorite sport. I've always loved the NBA. Like I love, um, I don't, know, I just, I just like basketball better than any of the other sports that, like the mainstream sports that we watch. Um, but the NFL is like it's easy to to consume because there's only like if you've got if you're just going to watch your favorite team, that's one game a week that you have to watch. Meanwhile, if you watch hockey or basketball, it's like there's four games a week. Like, yeah, that's true. To Jake's point, it could be on a Monday, or to Zara's point, it could be on a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. a lot more difficult, but the NFL is more straightforward and it's more direct and it's more um, consumer friendly, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Can, it's it allows more, consumer yeah. friendly. I like that. Yeah. It allows people to get super passionate about their teams. Um, was it the past two years of NFL? playoffs have seen me shed tears and not of joy yeah um, me too dude me too it's, Wait, why, it's why, been, are you, why are you crying uh well the bills chiefs game yeah that i knew that was going to come up and then i oh well well i can get on to this and then the Bengals and bills mm. but like <laughs> dude the Bengals beat my team too alex okay i, I do think i really hate the Bengals. i don't like them at all in the I know, slightest it sucks, but what I'm saying about like the NFL like creating passion is that like I moved to Rochester, New York, a pretty big Washington fan. Um, I know it's a dark time. Don't ask me about it. I don't know why. But like I go to Rochester and everyone's talking about the Bills. The Bills have their um have their training camp literally five minutes away from my house. Like they come to my town for like training camp, St. John Fisher University College. Yeah, St. John Fisher College. Look it up, hype it up, dap it up, whatever you want. I don't go there. Dap up a college. <laughs> yeah, dap it up. Y'all, y'all Canadians know that the university, but um, thanks for translating. Yeah, I know it. And so, like, I just been so enamored in the Bills that, like, I don't even care about Washington anymore. And, like, the way that football has created a culture in these towns, and like with TV, like, I legitimately cried when the Bills lost. And I've only been a big Bills fan for like the past four years, and it's just because I live in the area where the Bills are. And it's all I hear. It's all anyone ever talks about. And football, like the NFL has been doing a great job of creating passionate fans. Yeah. And I don't even care about Washington anymore. They can go fuck off for all I care. (laughs) (laughs) 
frick Whoa. off. Yeah, they can frick off. But like, oh my god, you know, the NFL has been so successful in creating like passionate fans yeah. for teams, and they that's their TV and the Super Bowl has been doing it. Like the only thing I don't like about NFL football is just the way teams get in. Like one and done. Uh, yeah. Like I'm fine with like one and done playoffs. Like yeah, it sucks when your team loses because that's it. Um, been there a couple times, but um, but like just the way the teams are seated, that just needs to be fixed. Because like you can't have like an NFC South or like what is it the Buccaneers get in with what was it a nine and eight record? Yeah, they almost got nine. in. They well, here your Washington. Got in with like a seven and nine record. What was it like yeah. two years ago, three years ago? And they yeah. almost beat the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and the thing is, like, but they also like they make it in over a team that missed out on the wild card with a winning record by like one game. And that so, is the one thing I don't like about the NFL mm-hmm. playoffs. I yeah, will, so I will agree to that. They will need to fix that, but like, I don't like the only. That's the only reason, like, in my rankings of the playoffs, where I would put the NFL playoffs literally at the bottom is just the way how teams get in because, like, it's so preposterous on how a team with a losing record could it can get in when a team with like a ten and five record may miss the playoffs altogether. I think that I think it's a the way that they do it now is good because if you take away, um, like the one through four division winners that makes the divisions obsolete at that point. Yeah. It makes them pointless. Yeah. Like if if, I'd be okay if they like, I wouldn't mind if they like the four division winners get in, but they don't automatically automatically get the top four seeds. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like, okay. That would be, that would be better. That would be better. So like you automatically get in if you're a division winner, but like, and maybe you even get the home game or something, but like you could, well, actually, no, that wouldn't make me. Well, yeah, no. I don't know, whatever. No, that, that doesn't make sense. But, like, you could still be the seventh seed, but you're guaranteed a playoff spot, at least. Yeah, that would be where it's at. Kind of, well, actually, I was going to say, kind of like how baseball does it, but no, baseball literally does it the exact same way, but with one less team. Yeah. But, like, yeah. with the way that baseball does it is baseball has, like, what is it, 162 games? Like, if the division, like, there's so many games in the MLB season that the division winners, if you're at the top, they, like, like it's not you've like proving yourselves more you've than proved, NFL. Yeah, you've proven yourself. Like you aren't gonna get a fluke team in there just because they have like the worst. Like they might have the worst division, but it's not like they don't deserve to be there. Alex, yeah. are you a baseball fan? A very big baseball fan. All right, I gotta ask you a question then. Okay, this is what? the only baseball question that I'm ever gonna ask anyone ever. Okay. Okay. I got the Reds at World Series like for to win the World Series. Okay. Plus 16,000. Okay. Yeah. I've checked it recently. I think they're at like four or 5,000 now. But do you think they have a chance to win? Oh, yeah. Right. With, with Ellie De La Cruz. With yeah. Is Dela Cruz like, is De La Cruz like really him? Uh, oh, yeah. He, he's, he's got, he's, he's a speedy, he's a speedy guy. Uh, but, um... Nate, Nate and Carson, I'll, I'll name drop for you. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Plays for the Cincinnati Reds. Thank you. Um, he just I've hit a cycle. Name. Yeah, he just hit a cycle recently. So he hit a a home run, a single, a double, and a triple all in the same game. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Impressive dude. Damn. He is impressive. It, I just I don't think it would be outlandish to have the Reds winning a World Series. Um, it's still way too like I know we're we're about halfway through the season. Um, we're only halfway crazy. through the season. Yep. So it's like baseball has been going on for the past year. 
Yeah. <laughs> it started in April, Jake. It's been yeah, like two months. So three months. It's still it's still kind of like early in the season. Um, and lots of teams go on hot or cold streaks like after the all-star break, which is like what next week. And so it's hard to say now, but currently as it stands, the Reds do have a pretty decent shot, especially since right now in their division, they are paired up with the Brewers, uh, Cardinals, um, Cubs, and Pirates. Like right now of those four other teams I've named, the Pirates, I believe, are doing the best. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Yeah, Milwaukee and Pittsburgh. But like Cincinnati has been... Since I mean, Cincinnati's been showing strong recently. They're they they're in a bad division, so they're probably going to win the division as part of. Oh, um, okay. But, Good to know. But also, like they they have forty four wins. This I'm looking at your stats. They have forty four wins right now, which is let me if I look, like where's the um. Yeah, I've seen their record. They're like they're second in the the NL, right? They're six in the NL, but like if you compare it to like the other divisions, like right now the second place team in the AL East, which is um, yeah, but don't they have the two seed? Is what I'm saying because they're they second have a three place. seed. Oh, three, three, three seed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, like if you take like the strongest division in baseball right now, which I would still consider to be the AL East, the second place team is a 48 team win. So it's not like they're is it's not like they're you know posers at the moment it's just <laughs> you, know, you know what i'm saying like they, they have they have what it takes it's too early to say fair enough fair. i will i will give mlb baseball playoffs some love because we, we haven't talked about them enough i think a, a walk-off a home reason. run a walk-off home run is the single coolest thing in the four major sports it yeah, just is cool. <laughs> yes it is it's it's cooler than a buzzer beater jake you're telling me you're telling me if steph curry it's a yes. half court buzzer beater to win a game. You win okay. the mental half court buzzer beater, yes, but like a, like a normal three, no, no, not a normal three, but like okay, but like a if, walk off home run. Curry, would be if Steph Curry scored like buzzer, if Steph Curry like scored from full court with his like left hand, that would be cooler. Yes, but like in terms of like no like walk off home run, like buzzer beater three, or like overtime goal. I guess an NFL Hail, Hail Mary would be similar, I think. But, like, well, I knock. think a walk-off home run is the coolest single to, thing. Like, well, to Zyler's point, you got to think about it. Like, here's your scenario for an MLB walk-off home run. You're obviously going to be down at least one. Or you're going to be at least tied. At, at best, you're tied. At worst, you're down, like, you're down three, three right? Yeah. You walk up to the plate, and not only is hitting a baseball, like, physically the hardest thing to do in any of the four major sports like it's scientifically proven like you're fucking like whiffing at shit here i mean stuff here <laughs> you you're freaking with that stuff alex come on you're whiffing it you also not only have to make contact with this ball you also have to send it over the wall as well like it can't be anything less pretty much you know what i'm saying like it yeah has to be over so not only do you have to hit the ball it's got to go over and it's also like you're in a high stress situation because like at best there's zero outs in the inning. So at least there's some other guys that can do it. But if you're like two outs and you got to hit this home run, like if you do anything less than a home run, you lose. Yeah. That's uh, that's the literal definition of ice up son ice up. Yeah. The, hitting a walk off home run is the definition of he's him. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that is an he's it. him situation. Yeah, but but like home run is so much rarer than like a yeah. D three that it's it's cooler, I think. 
Fair enough. That's no, fair. Anyways, that's fair. Do you want to uh, do you want to talk about some free agency? We've been doing this for forty five minutes now, half an hour at least. Yeah, I, I, I know. I know. I started with some free agency, but I'll I'll talk about the 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 hundred million dollar contracts first. Okay. There's a couple okay. of these that are a little questionable, and you guys can give me your your takes on them. All right. I'll um, give you I'll give you a too high or a too low. So. Or too much or too little. We'll start with uh, what happened yesterday on June thirtieth. Um, the Bucks re-signed Chris Middleton, three years, hundred and two million. Too high or too low? Too high, or just, or just right? I think that's fair. They need to keep thirty-four mil a year. A lot of money, but like he's he's a key player to their team. You keep those guys around. I think it's fair. Little too much. I'd give him ninety for three years. I know it's not that much less, but. Nate would just decide that he's giving him less. They're like, nope, that's this is what yeah. Nate would have been a better negotiator. Yeah. Best I can do is 90. They... Would you let him walk for 102, though? That's the question. Yes. Hmm. Probably. I would. He's the third best player on their team. Mm, I think he's the second best player on their team. That's that's our that's debatable. I think I I think that I think Drew's more valuable than Middleton is. Unfortunately, I hate using the term when he's healthy, but I, I think Chris Middleton is a more valuable asset to Giannis Antetokounmpo than Drew Holiday is when they're both healthy. Yeah, that's fair. See, when, when Middleton's not healthy, he's the fourth best player on their team. That's what I'm saying. Well, when he's on the bench, he's like, like when, when well, he's yeah, not playing. He's best player on the team? When when he's off, obviously, when, I, when anyone's off, they're not going to be at their best, but I still think overall he's their third best player on their team. I think it's a little too little, just a little too much, but good signing. The Bucks keep my, Middleton. My next, uh, my next three here, all, uh, all were done by the same agent. I just want to shout out Rich Paul for doing three hundred and ninety million dollars worth of deals inside the first thirty minutes of free agency opening up. Wow! The first deal I that was reported that he made was. Draymond Green, four years for a hundred million. Too hot, too much, or not enough, or too low. Sit, wait, uh, what was it again? Four years for a hundred million for Draymond. Again, it's similar to Chris Middleton. It's probably a bit too much money, but like he's so crucial to that team, you have to keep him around. They paid I say him, that's that's good. They paid yeah, him forty yeah. last year, so twenty five a year is yeah, very that's good. that's fine. That's a lot better. Yeah, yeah, that's a good contract. Um. The next one that got reported from Rich Paul was Jeremy Grant. Now, this isn't like he he's good. He's not a he's not a big, big name. But Jeremy Grant signed a five year, one hundred and sixty million dollar extension with the Blazers. Way too much. But reports came out today saying that Dame has requested a trade. Still. They need to pay someone. Or they could just tank. Or they can just tank, <laughs> which they don't seem interested in doing. So I know, but like they should. No, I agree. They should too. But that, yeah, that is way like, thirty-two. I think that is, yeah, that's the dumbest. That's the dumbest signing that came out of free agency yesterday. Like, here's the thing: they wouldn't even have to tank for that long because they already have Scoot. Scoot's like, Scoot's good. Guy. Like Scoot can be that guy, maybe. Right? They can tank for like two more years, get two more top five picks. And then start building again pretty quickly because you get yeah, a big they got Scoot. 
They got Scoot while Dame averaged 32 points a game this year. I know. You get a still. huge package for Dame. Yeah. Have your own picks for the next two years. Get, like, top five picks. Fill it out with whatever you get for the Dame package. You can compete again in three, four years. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Rich, Paul's, Rich Paul's last contract. Um, Our dear, our dear beloved Toronto Raptor, Fred Van Vliet, uh, is now a Houston Rocket. Thank God, oh. though. They signed him for three years at $130 million. Man, like, I love Fred, but, like... That's a lot. I'm not paying that's Fred insane. $3 That's million. way too much. Not that's, I, don't, I don't think it's as bad as the Jeremy Grant contract because I think Fred's a lot more valuable to Houston is than Jeremy Grant is to Portland. Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with this because Houston's not paying anybody. They might as well pay him. But... Yeah, exactly. I get it, but, like... I get it, but I I think it's too much. But I get it. A little it. too much. What yeah. you think? Can someone do the math there? That's what? 40... 42.846615. Just off the top of my head. Three <laughs> years at 130. So 40, 43. 43 no, I, I, a quarter. I, I, I'm reading it out. It's 42.846615. Oh. <laughs> I didn't just make that up. I read that up. Oh, all right. It, it's not. It's not uh one thirty. It's one twenty eight point five three nine. Oh, it says one thirty here. So my, uh, my okay. Oh, now I got. Okay. It. <laughs> there we go. Anyways, um, can I just say that the Suns, uh, they signed six players yesterday, all of them to like one year contracts, and all of them are not very good, except for Utah Watanabe. He's pretty good. That's a good signing for Phoenix. Yeah, they signed him for a year though. Like Decent. I don't know how much, but they're just gonna sign guys to year long deals until they can actually afford to pay guys long term. I mean, yeah, yeah they had That's to fill like the, what else? What else? They're they're not gonna be able to do anything else. The uh, oh, I forgot about this one too. Um, the Nets they re-signed Cam Johnson, uh, who they got in exchange for Kevin Durant. They got him at a four-year, $108 million contract. That seems like a little much. Yeah, for Cam Johnson, a little much. I'd give him 18 a year, maybe, if you want to pay him enough to make him stay, 18 or 19 a year. But like, if you're giving him over 25 mil a year, I don't know. A little much. Yeah. He was also, he was also <clears throat> a restricted free agent. So just to clarify, I don't know the exact how it works in the NBA, but... I'll talk about the NHL. I know the NBA is pretty similar. So unrestricted free agent just means your contract is expired. You're a free agent. You can go sign with whatever team you want. Restricted free agent means that your contract has expired, but the team you're with still owns your rights. So basically, you can, in general, you can only resign with the same team. Or if you choose to sign with another team, your original team will always have the chance to match that contract. And then you have to stay there. So um, usually ha- it restricted free agencies for younger players coming off their rookie deals and things like that to make sure the guys don't like leave immediately after getting drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Cam Johnson was an, an RFA, restricted free agent. So he couldn't just leave anywhere for free. Just wanted to put, point that out real quick. You guys want to hear the biggest news of yesterday now? The biggest news of yesterday? Let's go. The Grizzlies signed Derrick Rose to a two-year contract. <laughs> That's not where I thought we were going. That's huge. 
I'm kidding. Could you imagine Prime D Rose and Ja Morant on the court together? Well, okay. Well, okay. We'll get to we'll, we'll get to the other big one in a second. But can I just Wait, point Derek out? Derek Rose that... still plays. Yeah, he does. Surprisingly. Yeah, I didn't know he still did. But he's can I just point out? Does that... he does he play or does he sit? He plays he a little. I think plays a little bit when when Mostly he sits. Mm-hmm. Carson has been silent all episode, but he listen. With that. I'm I'm muting <laughs> myself because I don't want to be sniffing video. up this this audio. So I'm yeah. observing and I'm listening. Pardon? <laughs> what are you sniffing? Here's a. Don't ask. Here's a here's um, a good nothing bad. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say don't ask. This is still family friendly podcast. I'm not sniffing oh, anything. Sorry. He's just he's just, just sick. Under I'm the just weather. sick. Oh, okay. under the weather. That's all. I forgot. My bad. Here's a question for all of you guys. Why on earth did Memphis sign Desmond Bain to a five-year, two hundred and seven million dollar contract? Do I, are they planning on getting rid of Jaw? Is that is that what this is? That's way too much. Like, like <laughs> the Desmond Bain is good, but is Desmond Bain two hundred million dollars good? They Memphis might be planning on getting rid of Jaw once his deal's up. It might be the smart logical thing if he might be. If he gets one more strike, then yeah. he'll probably just void his contract in total. Yeah. They're probably like, yeah. they're probably doing this to show him like, hey, like you gotta smarten up or like we'll just look this dude just got more money than you guy do. to be. But so the Mizo Petty paying a guy just to show off to another player, like we don't need you, we'll pay this we guy. Could. Yeah, they could instead. be doing it. <laughs> One million dollars is a lot for Desmond Jaw. Bain. He's making more annually than Jaw is because Jaw Jaw's well, a rookie. Well, not a rookie, but rookie deal, rookie contract. Yeah. So is Bain. Bain's not that old, I don't think. No, no, but like Jaw's still on like his rookie, like his first contract, I think, which is always lower. True. He also signed an extension, so Bain's still on his rookie deal too. But, um, I think Jaw got like five years for one ninety-seven. Like I think he got just under the max last year. Yeah, and they just gave Bain the max this year. Oh, really? Two oh seven. Yeah. Wow. So, so he's legit making more than him. Wow. That's he crazy. is making more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is making more money than John Morant is now. That's huh. another big money maker. Yesterday was Kyrie. We can I was going to say that now. When, when you made the Dero joke, I thought you were going to Kyrie. I, I was, was going to go to Kyrie. Don't worry. Okay. You want to hype it up, or we're we just going to go right into Kyrie? Um, why? Because he's good at basketball. Him and Luca yeah. are going to tear it up over the next. No, they're few years. not. We just we, you it wait. Happened and for twenty five games. It did not work. I mean. It, it's not that it's not the Kyrie and Luca problem. It's the rest of the team sucks. Yeah, second round exit. Well, this neither year, of them like, play a lick of defense. Second round exit. They they didn't make the plans. No, I mean like this upcoming year. Oh, this got oh yeah, yeah. Right, right, okay. Dude, yeah, they right. they went from a solidified six seed to a not even making the play in team after Kyrie Irving showed up. I know. I, I'm telling. I'm I I honestly, if they'll be lucky to make the play in, I think next year. Maybe as an eight, maybe as an eight seed if they're lucky, but I don't, I don't see it. I think the West is gonna suck this year. You think so? Yeah, I don't think it'll be as strong as it. I don't, I don't think it'll be worse than this year. 
Dude, I think Denver's going to repeat next year. I'm not going to I think they will too, but I think everyone other than Denver is going to not Stock? be that good. Yeah. Well, I think uh, – I see Dallas coming in at five or six, second-round exit, you know, maybe upsetting the four seed and then losing to – their ceiling is there. They'll be. They will be playing in a play-in game next year. Mark my words right now. They will be in a play-in game next year. I don't think so. I think we get out of the. I don't. I think they skip the play-ins. They Not beat the four line. seed and then lose second round to the Spurs. You think the Spurs the are who the now? one seed? No, not the one. Oh, I don't know. Well... If you have them as a, well, who would you have them as a six seed or a five seed? Yeah, it could be it could be seed. five or six. I don't know. I see them around that floating around that area. I don't see them as a play-in team though. They're not yeah. like a top three team in the West, but they're not a play-in team. We'll yeah, see. We're last year. We'll see. We'll see. Um. Anyways, is that? Uh, do you guys want to look at some NHL there's, contracts? Sorry, there's one. Um, there's one more big contract, and then we can move on to the NHL. Okay. Alex got excited again. Yes, go lie back down. I know. Sorry. I one more, Alex, and then you can sit up. Uh, Ty Tyrese Halliburton signed a super max this morning. Uh, right. Five years at $260 million with the Pacers. Um, That's ridiculous. Good, good pickup for the Pacers, I guess. Part no, it's good for the Pacers. Yeah, it's it, it, good for them, but. When you're, a, when you're a smaller market team in the NBA, you just have to overpay guys. That's the reality of it. Like Indiana is going to have a hard time recruiting guys if they're offering the exact same amount of money as the major markets are. Yeah. So I agree. for Indiana, it's a good contract. If it was like the Warriors making signing that deal, it would not be, you know, but that's how it is. Yeah. All right, Alex, you can sit up now. All right. I'm back. All right. <laughs> First NHL contract Luke Glendening, two years. 800k per year to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Who? Luke I know. He's just the first one no, on the list. Get, skip the big... Uh, dude, I I, I could have talked your ear off for like the next three hours if I went through all of the NBA signs. I, I, I was joking. I'm astonished. It was the first one on the list. I like that one. I think that's just the perfect amount for him. That's a... Yeah, good good, good sign for uh, Tampa Bay. League, league minimum, you think that's the perfect amount? Yeah, that's perfect for Luke Clendenning. Okay. Um, all right, let's go through here. Uh, both Carolina Hurricanes goalies are returning. So Freddie Anderson got two years, 3.4 per, and I believe Auntie Ronta is on one year, 1.5 million. They kept what they needed. That's a good goalie pairing. Yeah, that's a good sign. Like, Alex is our resident goalie expert. So let's, let's just, you, let's let's just hope thoughts. that they don't get injured. What are my thoughts on them? I think both of them are solid goalies. I know they kind of had... What is it? Well, even when Florida and Carolina were playing, every game was decided by a goal. Um, uh, and putting they put they played Ranta in a game, right? I, believe, I don't remember. I think so. But like the point is, like we're having a hard time figuring it out because they have two good solid goalies that like it could have been either of them in. Like Ranta could have played a game. Honestly, like having a good pair, two pairs of like a. Sorry, a good pair of goalies is really underrated. Most teams like to splurge on a big, you know, starter and then have a bunch of like randos playing. But like they're they have two good solid goalies. They have a good tandem. So they're gonna have a good goalie playing a net almost every game this season. So that's a good for them. I think that's perfect what they need. Same with the yeah. Islanders. Ilya Sorokin's yeah. gonna play all eighty two games this year. 
Well, yeah, Varlamov's a free agent, so I don't know who's going to be their backup this year. Sorokin's going to play every single game this year. Mark my words. <laughs> okay. Um, some more Carolina news. Uh, Michael Bunting, uh, left winger for the Toronto Maple Leafs, is going to Carolina three Thank years. God they got rid of him. Per. Thank God they got rid of him. I don't know why I cheered because I don't like the Leafs, but like, yeah, he's a baby. Bunting is? Yeah, he's a whiner. Why? Because he he is a how how should I put this a fake tough guy, but that's that's fair. But Bunting was great for Toronto. He he was when he wasn't pissing people off. It that's was right. it was like Grant Williams poking Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So well, speaking of Toronto, they just signed NHL superstar, probably the greatest player to ever grace the ice of a hockey game. Let's say he, Ryan Reeves. He, he has he has offensive, defensive, um, special teams. He could either hop even hop a net when needed. They have Ryan Reeves, guys. <laughs> he he's the total package. He fights, he hits, he makes big hits. He fights Tom Wilson. Um, he Carson, pumps what's up with your eyes, bro? Locker room. And how much did he get signed for? Three years, four million dollars. So yeah, yeah. Whoa, over a mil a year. Just to four million people up in the locker room total, not per year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could still. you imagine? Could you imagine if we heard of that contract going to like a relevant name in the NBA? Like that just doesn't happen. You don't. You don't sign somebody for four years for three years, let alone one year in the NBA. That's true. NHL contracts are a lot longer than the NBA in general. Yeah. Um. Like so. Here's the thing. I understand the need for like like culture guys like Ryan Reeves. I get it. I wouldn't give a culture guy three years when he's already 36. <laughs> that's that's the biggest red flag here. Like, but you're forgetting that he fights and like, that he hits. I understand the value he, of having a guy like that, but then like, he fights Tom Wilson. Pay him one year league. No one just fights cool. Tom Wilson. <laughs> he fights Tom Wilson and wins. Yeah. Yeah, no one does um, that. Exactly. No one. Here's a weird one. That is, I love what Carolina does in general. This is a weird, weird overpay. They gave Dmitry Orlov two years, $7.75 million per. Guys, I'm going to, who is that? This is my That's first time asking. Who is that? He's making almost $8 million a year. Jake doesn't know who he is. That's my point. Give him, uh, give me, give me an NBA. Explain it to me in NBA terms. So uh, I'll I'll just explain NHL terms first. Like he, so he Washington Capital, thirty-one year old, probably a second or third defenseman on a team, not a number one. Like he's good. Okay. Uh, Like oh, like a basically like really good role player in an NBA team. So like paying Tyler Hero twenty-five million dollars a year to sit on the bench. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um. So like or he got flipped to the Bruins this year at the deadline for like a first round pick and a maybe a prospect maybe so like that's kind of his trade value and he ended up getting signed for two years 7.75 million dollars to who sorry carolina that's dumb i thought 7.5 million dollars divided by two years would be fair not per year that's insane to me okay. no i i saw the contract i thought it was total value not per year value <laughs> you're like oh okay that's pretty good and then you see aav and you're like yeah. So, I mean, if they have the cap space, you want to spend it, go ahead. And it's only two years, so it's not the end of the world, but, like, weird. Sorry, I got got breaking news. I got breaking news. 
before you go back to the NHL. Yeah. Um, LA, LA Lakers star Austin Reeves has re-signed with the Lakers. Um, they Doug. got a take. Take a guess how much his contract is. If it's Two over years. twenty million a year, I'm gonna be no. pissed. No, 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 no. no. Okay, okay, good. Two they years, fifteen years. Four, four years, fifteen per. Fourteen per. That's not bad. Uh, I was, was going to guess two years by twenty, but then you said not. Um, four years at fifty-six million. That's not bad. That's fine. Also, the Bucks re-signed Brooke Lopez. Two years, forty-eight million dollars. Oh, they did. Yep. Oh, that's a good pickup for them. Yeah. Right, sorry, back, back to hockey. All right, back to hockey. Um, a few other ones. Uh, Ottawa got their goalie of the future. Uh, Jonas Corposalo, four million per year over five years. Woo. I, I, I've been hot on Corposalo. Um, I've been following him actually. But five years. This is one of the few names that I actually know. So I'm, I'm this, this, this sounds like a good pickup to me. Um, it's a uh, lot of years. I mean, especially for a goalie, because they're essentially saying that he is their goalie of the future. I have been hot on him when he, what was it, twenty in the 2020 playoffs, he was in net for that, like, seven overtime game. <laughs> yes, that's he true. He was. Um, Maybe, was it eight? It was eight, eight, it was eight total periods. Eight total, yeah, so, so. Five overtimes. Five overtimes. Um, that was the first time I ever heard of him, but he, he's been solid. Um, he went to, he got turned to Los Angeles and then now, yeah, I think he can start to thrive a little more in Ottawa because he's basically, he's not going to be competing for a role anymore. Um, he was competing for a role with Elvis Merzinglas, is that how you say his name? Merzinglas? Merzlikens. Merzlikens in Columbus. And they stayed with Elvis, if I recall correctly. Um, and then he went to Los Angeles, but they don't really have like a team, and they they always have fluctuating goalies ever since. They don't have a team. They don't have a team. Well, like they've had like ever since Quick got old, like they really have been having fluctuating goalies, and they haven't really found one. But I think with Ottawa, he can be their guy because there's literally no one else. That's true. <laughs> um, but just five years. I'm like, like, what? Well, remember the last time they signed a up and down goalie to a big contract? It was Matt Murray. Oh yeah. So I yeah, I I understand taking a bet on Corpusalo. He was really good this year. I don't like it at five years. Sorry, where did Corpusalo sign? Ottawa. Ottawa, thank you. I missed that part. Yeah. Um, and then a couple big signings uh that I want to touch on before free agency, and then we can wrap up, I think. Um, Ivan Barbashev, five years, five million dollars, stays with Vegas. Went there that at the trade deadline. He was amazing for them during their playoff run. He's sticking around. It's a good pickup. Yeah. Vegas is also keeping Aiden Hill for two years at 4.9 per year. So that's also another almost, good pickup. Also 10. Yeah. So two trade deadline deals staying in Vegas, uh, $5 million each approximately. So Vegas is keeping their guys. It makes sense. Aiden Hill. We'll see um, if he's actually this good or not. Like, the five million dollars is worth it based on how we played in the playoffs. Will he replicate that? I don't know, but I hope so. I, I hope, hope so. so. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Um, Timo Meyer, another trade deadline acquisition uh, by the New Jersey Devils this time, formerly of the San Jose Sharks. Uh, eight years, eight point eight million dollars with New Jersey Devils. That's the biggest deal so far. That's okay. Uh, but he's like he's a legit star, like. He's going to be a part of yes. this New Jersey core for a long time. And he's only 26. 
So that's deal's going to bring him until he's 33, 34. I really like that for New Jersey. It's a good pickup. I like it. Or a good uh, re-sign. My apologies. Yeah, well, trade yeah, trade and signing. It was really good for them. Yeah. Um, and the last one uh, that I want to touch on, a big trade, Pierre-Luc Dubois going from the Winnipeg Jets to uh, – te- actually, technically, he signed – with one of the Jets because it was a sign and trade, but really it was with LA. Um, eight years, $8.5 million, and he got traded for uh, Gabe Bellardi, Adrian Kempe, and uh, what was the rest of that trade? I forget. I can hear Jesse Pollock of Bar Down crying right now. Yeah, here. well, I was, about, I was about to say, he's about to cry a little more from what I have to say, but I, I'm pretty sure, is this not the second organization in as many years that Pierre-Luc Dubois has forced himself out of? Uh, kind of, yes. I wouldn't Why? say force himself. I wouldn't say force himself out. Like, I think he, he was going to play in Winnipeg this year. It's more so to see, like, he told them he was going to leave at the end of his contract. So you may as well trade him now. Because he was expiring next year. Okay, but he... uh. What am I trying to say? He forced himself out of Columbus, though, did he not? Uh, I think he requested a trade, yeah. Yeah, all right. I mean, I would request a trade from Columbus. I mean, anyways. it's Columbus, sorry. But uh, Johnny Goudreau's there, Johnny Hockey, bro. That's true. Um, Yeah, so the full trade was Gabe Velarde, Alex Ifalo, Rasmus Kapari, and a second-round pick for Pierre-Luc Dubois. And along with that comes the 8 by 8.5 extension. So they've lost Pierre-Luc Dubois. They're going to lose Connor. They did, did, was Blake Wheeler they, already gone from them. They bought out Blake Wheeler, who mm-hmm. just went and signed with the Rangers. Actually, one year so, 800K. So what we can say is that the Jets can officially celebrate not being a mid-tier team anymore. They're going to be a bottom-tier team. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Let's go Winnipeg. We can celebrate for that, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, last thing I'll touch on, Alex kind of mentioned it there um two big deals that are likely to happen but not yet at the time of recording um one connor hellebuck uh top five goalie in the league for the winnipeg jets vesna uh fi- final he was up for the best he didn't win it but he was he won. nominated this year he was nominated for Vesna. Okay. who yeah connor hellebuck oh, okay nominated nominated for the vesna trophy best goalie of the year award um and so he's been one best top five over the last five years i would say uh contract expiring at the end of next year uh, so he's likely going to get traded again so that he doesn't leave for nothing. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then the other big trade uh, is likely to be Eric Carlson, uh, reigning Norris Trophy winner, scored 100 points as a defenseman for the first time in decades. Uh, the issue is that he makes $11.5 million in the next four years, which is a big contract to try and move, um, especially with the NHL's hard salary cap. Um, and he is likely going to be leaving San Jose. So mm-hmm. we'll see where he ends up going there. Because like the player you're getting is amazing, but you're taking on a big risk with that contract, especially because he was amazing this year, but like two years ago, he was brutal. Like, yeah. He looked like he was done. And then, yeah. you know, like it was mostly injury based, but like so he had a, when he, he put together healthier this year, it was amazing. But you know, we've seen him be really up and down for the last few years or so. So you're really betting on which version of Eric Carlson you're getting over the next four years. So we'll see where those two potential trades end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know Eric. I I actually know Eric Carlson, so it'll be interesting to see. What yeah, you should know Eric Carlson. Yeah, I was gonna say I know him. I don't know the majority of the people you just talked about. I didn't know. I know 
Connor Hellab. What's his name? Hellbuck. Hellbuck. I know Connor Hellbuck. Um, you said you know him, but you didn't know his name. I I I don't know how to pronounce his last name. It's it looks like it's pronounced like I, I I read it all the time, so it's like in my head I pronounce yeah, it like right. Hellabuck or whatever. It's like Hellabuck. Like like all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Can I right. can I jump in with uh, one more thing before we wrap up? No, as you wish. Thank you, thank you, Zyler. Thank you for giving me the time. Um, no. da Damian Lillard, I, I talked about this earlier, has requested a trade from Portland. Um, he has requested that he goes to the Miami Heat, and I guess Miami is preparing a trade package. Uh, it says possibly centered around Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and multiple first round picks. Damn. Wow. It that, better be multiple because Hero and Robinson are not that valuable. Yeah, no. No. But what they but, are is two shooters. The, yeah, they're good players. And like it makes sense that they go back in a deal, but I'm not like, ooh, I'm gonna get Tyler Hero back. Yeah. Like the Hero uh, Henderson duo like, is gonna be scary in Portland. There is there is reports that the Clippers and Sixers are also going to try and make deals for Lillard. Um, I think most teams are going to try and make deals for Lillard. True, but they're the Sixers are probably about to lose Harden, so that yeah. might be a Imagine good. Harden gets sent to Portland. Poor guy. <laughs> the Pacific Northwest. I didn't, is a I didn't even think of that. Oh my I don't god! Think, I didn't even I think, think he will because, like, what's Portland going to do with him? Try and win a chip the next year? Like, if if anything, he could go there and they might flip him. But Maybe. I don't think he sticks around in Portland. No. Harden and two firsts for Damian Lillard. Maybe. I wouldn't want to see Philadelphia though, because I think they're repping Maxi to be the two. Like I think they're having Maxi play the the two role this year instead of Harden. Yeah. But. We'll see. I hope it fails. Just because it's Philly. Was it Carson? We've been noticing you. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I notice every little thing that you've done. We've been yeah. noticing you. Let's pretty much checked at this point. So we just played with the Zoom filters. Um, and we've successfully ignored him until Alex brought it up. So he's he's uh he's currently has the uh the was it the the pixelated uh sunglass filters on and he's putting his own sunglasses, so he's taking off his own ones to reveal on a second pair of sunglasses. I'm entertaining myself, guys. Are we to entertain it up to listen to or to come? No, to you it? are. I'm, I'm, I'm learning a lot. Sounds yeah, like I don't, you don't, I don't like know. listening to our podcast, Carson. <laughs> I love listening to the podcast, but I don't know enough to contribute, and I feel sick, and I don't want to be on mute and coughing and any more excuses. So I'm not excusing. I'm listening to all this. I just don't know the names, so I, I feel like I'm learning. I don't know either. I'm learning too. I'm but learning this hockey. Is an, yeah. This is an educational podcast. It is. This is it. I That's feel true. like I'm, I'm one of the viewers that doesn't know, and I'm. Just present. Person, okay, if good. You had to, if you had to take away one thing from today's podcast, what would it be? Actually, no, three things. What were three? Oh, things you can't ask me for today? three things. Just okay, two things that you learned today. <laughs> Before you can go to recess, you got to tell me two things you learned in class. Guys, I don't know the names. I can't give you names. Okay, but it's be like the guy from that place. No, what I learned is that I need to watch more hockey and basketball. That's oh, what I learned. Yes. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay. That's, you didn't actually because yeah. I, I need okay. to know we'll, these we'll, names. We'll get you started in October, mid October. We'll we'll start watching the regular season. We'll keep up. We'll keep you updated regularly on what's going on. 
It'll be good. I'll buy an NBA like, TV I, subscription and we'll share it. If you want to learn new sports, some Carson, too. Sorry, we'll new sports um, right now, the Tour de France first uh, first stage just went off today. Um, pretty crazy race that happened. I don't know how much you guys like bike racing. How's Lance Armstrong much. doing? Um, like Lance less Armstrong than, is less one than baseball. Alex, we don't um, talk about baseball. You really think we're going to talk about cycling? Listen, the Tour de France, it's the biggest bike. Yeah, you're lucky you got world. me to talk about baseball. The only reason why I did is because I got money on the Reds winning. Well, if you want to watch, you can stream it on Flow Bikes for all you Canadians, and you might actually get NBC Sports, which it's on for all of the Americans out there. I don't have cable. It's not gonna. Yeah, happen. it'll be it'll be on NBC or on I don't Flow have cable. Bikes. Um, there was a breakaway that had two twin brothers in it, so it was pretty interesting today. So, um, that's gonna be on every day this summer. It's a twenty-one stage bike race. So today was day one. Uh, it kicks off. Watch it. Learn about my favorite sport, and uh, yeah, get going with it. <laughs> not gonna happen gotta be honest with you guys i've got more breaking news i just, I just saw jake's face i want to know what this is before we. i've got more breaking news what is it lamello ball just signed a max extension five years for 260 million that makes the sense. hornets damn that does make sense, oh, that makes coming, sense. when i said the name mellow who am i talking about carmelo anthony yeah there you go i'm Thank not that you. stupid syracuse alum Let's just clear it up. Carmelo Anthony did not sign a five-year no. deal with the Charlotte Hornets. It was LaMelo Ball. <laughs> it was, in fact, yeah. yeah. It was uh, the fake Mello. I hate yeah. – I, 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 like, I mean, this guy's good, but I just don't like that he's good. That's all. I just don't like him. That's fair. The Ball, the ball family has an oh, – I have nothing against LaMelo. Just the Ball family kind of rubs me the wrong way as a whole. Yeah, I agree. I like those players. I think Lonzo's really good. I think Lamelo's really good. I think Lamelo's even better. Even much but better. Like, Lonzo's been injured for the last four years. He can't like he. I know. He, he's, I know. he's never playing again. No, he'll play not the this upcoming season, him. but the year after. The shoes, the the big baller brand shoes ruined him. Is that what you're gonna to, blame it on? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna blame it on well because his knees are destroyed. Uh, let's say allegedly. Let's not get please too. Sorry, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, next thing you this know, we guy? got Lavar Ball in our DMs. Hey, stop it, you. You're gonna sue us? I actually came across a Lamelo Ball highlight reel not that long ago, so I actually do know a little bit about this. Yeah, you said I was like, oh my god, nasty dimes. Yeah, he can pass like magic. He's he's one of those guys who, if he passes the ball, he doesn't have to do it like in a flashy way. But if he gets an assist or he gets in a he gets a rebound, um, it'll show up on House of Highlights the next morning. He's just really smooth. I find like everything just kind of like. I feel like basketball cold. comes naturally to that family. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, their dad beat Michael Jordan, so one on one. <laughs> yeah. Every day, any day, undefeated, never lost, never lost, never lost. Never lost. Stay in your lane. All right, All right. guys. I think we're going to wrap done. it up now. Yeah, yep, we're done. This now. was fun. This was Thank fun. you, Alex, for joining us. Thank you for having yes. me. It was fun. Thanks for joining. This was good. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Um, have a good day. Happy Canada Day. Happy Happy Canada Day. I don't think I mentioned that. Happy Canada Day, everybody. Woo-hoo. I'm not wearing. I, I have red on. I have red on right now. It works. I need to go change. And we'll see. Good ready. morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Goodbye, everyone. Yeah. Morning. Bye.